The Madden Curse! Alright, y'all know the deal. If you're an NFL star picked to appear on the cover for the latest installment of the mega-popular Madden series, you are doomed! Yeah, the curse is ridiculous if you think about it. Tons of NFL players get injured or start sucking in general every year, irregardless of whether or not they appear on the cover of Madden or not. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And as always, I'm having sound issues. And it sounds like I have a cold because I'm getting over one. It's been a wacky... You know what? I don't touch the mixer for a week and the whole show goes to hell. Not like the quality of it was stellar to begin with, but it could be better. It could be worse. But guys, it's um, a welcome Welcome back, actually. We uh, we did take last week off, feeling I got a cold, and uh, I'm getting over it. So we didn't go live last week, so instead we're going live this week, uh, and we're supposed to be live. And as always, you can have three ways to listen to this wonderful show. First is live, as you're currently doing, through Mixler, our broadcast site, mixlr.com that's a broadcast site but if you don't want to go through that if uh, if you do want to go through that you can actually live chat you can put a bunch of comics uh, comments a lot of my listeners are already chatting it up about some of the intro about how drew Brees was on the cover of madden and he's still struggling it's the madden curse and uh, uh one of the other guests is saying he's got a cold but first and foremost welcome my online listeners listening through mixler.com jason kim paul chris and one elsewhere you're being anonymous because you can sign on using facebook and then everybody knows who you are or you can just sign on to be uh, anonymous as that works that's if you want to live chat. If you just want to listen, you can listen through the through my website, markscalia.com. And the third way you can listen is you can download the archive shows, the shows that have already been put out live, and they're on iTunes, and you can listen that way. So it's just, yeah, some people are talking about the Mixler app on the phone. To be honest with you, they just updated the app on the computer, and it's a little better. But yes, you can't heart. I, that's why, like, I love the comments. And I can't. There's only two options. Delete or block the loot user. That's it. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, the only way you can actually heart things is if I open up my... See, now, if I open up a browser, you know what happens. Then I'm, I'm going to get a call, and then, you know, the world goes to hell. So I can't do that, and I'd love to heart some of these comments. And if you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, thank you for that. And if you're listening through iTunes, thank you for that. I can't be more generous other than that. But uh, I we start every live show uh, after the rantings of a madman uh, through the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? That's the when? It's now. We're it now now. 
Go back to then. What? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Ah, soon. In fact, it's here. And the happening, not mono, happening now monologue, a lot of things going on. Again, I'm having some sound issues because I had a cable issue. <laughs> My cable was out, and I should talk to Paul because he's with Comcast. But it's a different kind of cable. It's connecting cable. So the show will be much improved, as always. So this is what's happening. I had a cold last week. We didn't go over that. My back is still bad. Oh, my God. I am literally in so much pain. Like, I'm in pain now. I'm in pain, like, you know. And you know what I found? As you get older, you don't get, um, you know, when you were a kid, you go, oh, did you hurt yourself? Yeah. Everybody go, oh, yeah, you hurt myself. You know what I do now? I, I got injured. Football players get injured. Basketball players get injured. Fucking, I got, I got, I'm injured. I have a back injury, <laughs> which is fucked up. Yeah, I heard it back in January, and I thought it just went out, but it didn't get any better. I went and see the doctor a couple months ago, a few months ago, and it's just been an ongoing issue. But now they finally, I went in day before yesterday, and they said, yep, go in and let's do the MRI to make sure nothing's bad. So... But other than that, I'm still losing weight, still on the diet, doing all right. And the reason I got to get thin is because a bunch of things are happening. Because this Monday, this Monday, Charlatan is back. The hysterical medium at large is going to be happening Monday night. Uh, and it's, it's, it's such a fun. He's a, such a fun guy. He actually grew his hair long. I don't know if people know that. He got, he's got longer hair now. He's got some new gags, some new bits. He's got some things going on. He'll be in Salem Monday night. And if you want to go see him, uh, you go to gallowshillsalem.com and then click the psychic show link. Yes, he is a hippie. He lost his doctor says he needs a back audit, back autonomy. I don't even want to read these things. Oh, how to hurt my back. I was under a desk plugging in my computer. Yeah, that's how I did. So I bought a new, I'm telling you, I bought a new chair and the chair is actually really good, but it's just, I got to do my PT exercises a little more often. That's probably it. That's it. So uh, I got to get in shape for Char- Charlatan because uh, he's sta- he stands for his whole thing and he kind of kneels a little bit. So he's got to perform it and I can't go. What psychic is that? A shitty one. <laughs> yes, he knew you couldn't do it. So that's Charlatan on Mondays. Also, the, the Christmas, the Salem Trolley Christmas Carol, most of the shows are sold out on the weekends. It's almost completely sold out. There's a few dates coming up. There's a few seats. Some of the weekdays are still open. And I say it to everybody. If you know your specific date that you're coming, let me know that date and I'll make sure I'm on. Probably after October, I won't be able to do it. Oh, oh, Paul got his tickets. Yeah, so Paul, let me know. And Kim, you're always on. Just let me know the date you're on and I'll make sure I'm on that show. Oh, Kim, you're not going to be on the trolley? What up? Why are you going to miss it? You're busy? You can't do it? That's too bad. It's always a good thing to have you on there. And uh, last but certainly not least in the Happening Now monologue, because we got to we got to get to our guest, is the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival is official January 14th through 17th. I've locked down two sponsors, and one of the sponsors we have is it's going to be a comedy dinner, which is going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be at one of the uh, restaurants in Salem. And it's going to be cocktails, and it's going to be cocktail hour, and it's going to be dinner, and it's going to be very reasonably priced, and uh, we're going to hang out with the comics, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And there's only going to be like maybe 20 seats for the dinner. It's going to be a really intimate dinner. 
and that's just one of it. But it, most of the venues are can only seat like 50 people anyway, 50 or 60. So the entire festival is going to be very intimate. And as soon as everything's ready to go, everything's going to go. Oh, the Irregular Barbie will be there in spirit. Heavy sigh. It totally stinks. Totally bummed. Oh, you can't make it. Anyway, that's what's going on. So here's what I want to do. Um, I was going to play a game with you guys, but because my sound acting really funny, I'm going to forego the game. So, yeah. so you'll have to enjoy the guest game and that's how we're gonna make that interesting for you guys all right ladies and gentlemen speaking of guests i'm gonna i'm gonna take our first break and when we come back i'm gonna introduce somebody because i was asked about this before how come you don't just interview normal people oh normal people i don't know i don't first of all i don't know any normal people and second of all this uh the my neck my guest coming up her name is danny bizier and Danny and I are old friends, and Danny was in the uh, she was in the industry, and she got out of it, and then she got back into it, and then she's out, and she does uh, she's got a wonderful, wonderful project that she's working on now, and she's very successful, and I'm looking forward to having her and uh, having and catching up with her because I haven't, and having my lovely listening audience catch up with her as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Danny Bizier, my amazing guest. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. And we'll be right back. Coming to Salem this October. His visions outrageous. His predictions outlandish. His knowledge of the future is both ridiculous and benign. He is the world-renowned psychic. He is the hysterical medium at large, charlatan. Performances October 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th. Just go to gallowshillsalem.com and click the Psychic Show link. Live radio shows are a funny thing. The good ones fill our lives with meaning, of context, of clarity, while others can deceive. The ones that make you believe you know the truth, those are the dangerous ones. When you look back on the decisions you've made in your life, the one thing you don't want to feel is regret. Radio Irregardless, Wednesdays at 9. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio We're Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me, I hope, via Skype, is the aforementioned Danny Bizier. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. There we go. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, there we are. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm having nothing but fucking sound issues. Here, let's do this. I'm telling you, I take a week off and the whole fucking show goes to shit. It's terrible. Who do you leave in charge? Really? I don't. I did. It was just the the mixers sitting on the desk doing nothing. But Danny, now that I have you, how are you, yes. sweetheart? I'm very well. How have you been, my friend? Oh, I've my been old, good. Good friend. I know. My, we are old friends. We're <laughs> we're we used to be we used to be young friends, and now we're old friends. <laughs> We did. I remember back the John Casablanca days, or whatever it was called, and John you were Robert, your chest John and all that you, fun stuff. It was John rip you off powers. So that would be it. Yes, that would be it. Yeah, I actually was going to teach for them for a while. I forget her name. Oh, Barbara? Is it Barbara? 
she wanted me to teach and then uh, i went in and i sat in the class and then i looked at all this young <laughs> the young faces and i went i can't help them steal money from you <laughs> so. i taught one class and i was basically just like i'm not doing this anymore because i tried there was just some kid that looked like Justin Bieber staring at me. And like, I was only 28 at this point. And he's like, you're old. I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> you're old. <laughs> you can't act. You're old. Oh. I'm like, okay, buddy, take your Tide commercial. And I'm just going to go in the other room. Yeah, because it's all about the commercials. And they spend outrageous amounts of money for a look. And they don't really breed the talent. You're absolutely right. So, it's not there. But you, uh, you and I, now let me bring the listeners up to speed. So Danny and I know each other because we had uh, we had taken classes at John Robert Powers fifteen years ago. We actually did a play together. We um, you were going to the auditions, and our instructor at the time, Phil Valentine, who is doing very well still in L.A. He actually said, "Mark, why don't you go?" And I go, "I don't know. I don't want to go." And I go, "No, no, no. Why don't you go?" And then we then I went. And I I I dogged you. I dogged you on the on the audition. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there. I was just fucking bogarting the whole thing. And I was like, I wasn't supposed to be there. And I sat in and they were like, can you do the English? A can you do the English accent? And I was like, no. <laughs> can you do it? <laughs> no. And I just, but that was, and that is probably one of the best plays I've ever done. And it was that so was much work. Yeah. Don't dress for dinner. And I played, I don't remember who I played. Um, I played yeah. the guy who knew everything. <laughs> I knew, yes. I knew everyone. And you were the cook that I just thought I you were the cook. Yes, you were the cook. And you were the cook. I was and the I, cook. I thought you were my best friend's girlfriend who was cheating I on him. It. with his Like, I'm having an affair with my best friend's wife. And I thought you were my best friend's girlfriend who's having an affair on his wife. So I'm the one who knows everything and to do to the audience. And it was, <laughs> it was all like that. I was cook <laughs> yeah, and you, i'm the cook and you were cockney and it was hysterical oh it was we bad. that was so that was much... also the that was also when the uh the lights went out one night if you remember correctly or during we the were all sitting there in the dark like i think at the beginning of the second act we came in and something happened and yeah. we were in the middle of the line and all the lights went out and what was your place. comment i forget your comment but it was I hysterical said, i said Oh, Bernard must be down in the basement doing something. I'll go check. <laughs> oh yeah, we there was somebody blew a fuse or something. Oh my god, it was yeah. so fun. And uh, then the director dude, whatever his name was, I don't uh, remember him either. Flaky, I, don't know, I have Flaky Puff. somewhere. Flaky Puff. One, one he because like, Why he was. Did you say anything? <laughs> yeah, I know. He yelled at you for doing that, which was crazy. And he brought his little you dog to rehearsals. <laughs> Oh, that's right. He did bring that little dog. Little what the fuck was going on with them? No. One of my favorite memories of you is actually in when we were driving out to Weston. <laughs> there was a really bad car accident or something. I mean, I think there was a car accident or something, but the traffic was just horrendous. Like bumper to bumper, we're stopped. And I remember you were really into that song, Around the World. Like, la, 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 la. And it goes around the world. You know the song. I know you know the song. Oh, by anyway, you were really, Death you were punk. really into that song, and you were like playing in the car. We we're in dead traffic, and you're pissed because we're in traffic, and you're like I'm grabbing, you have like your hands on ten and two, and you're like shaking, and you're like, you know what? You will look at me, and there's like, Danny, there better be some fucking blood in the road up there. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? 
Yes. I always, I always, I think if I'm stopped, somebody should be dead. Somebody better be <laughs> dead up there. And then you pull that up. That was it. Exactly like that. Yeah, and you, you just pull up and there's a, there's a big blanket over somebody. It's like, all right, that's what slowed me down. Good. <laughs> At least there's a reason. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, it's ATC. No, no, it's, yeah, it's, uh, my brother said, no, it's ATC around the world. It's Daft Punk, by the way. Yeah, this was it. This is the mix, the remix, though. It was this. Of course, they did this, too, which is, that's a remix. Anyway, yeah, we did a lot of drives out there. We did, and that was at the town hall, was it? Was it with the Weston Friendly Society? I still get brochures from them. <laughs> they never lost my address. Oh, no, they lost mine. <laughs> they lost my. Oh, no, the West, not the Weston Friendly Society. No, that's it. You're right. No, there was the, that was the Belmont Friendly Society, I think. Because uh, I directed for the Belmont thing and I had a bad experience with an actress. And Paul, who's one of my listeners, was at the show. And she was a nightmare to direct. We're doing a, a play called Seance, and her character dies, and then the other characters have a seance and bring her back to life. So she's a ghost, and she comes back, and she's she's like, "I was murdered," and I said, "Okay, I I understand where you're going." I said, "But you're not a tortured soul, you know, like Jacob Marley. This is kind of a you're the you're the liaison for the uh, for the audience, and you have to get the the thing across." So. So all you got to do is is kind of just you know say oh I was murdered and, and I said and I go okay you get it she goes yeah I got it and then she goes I was murdered and I go no 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 it's just you know you're not tortured you're just and then she goes I was murdered and I was like <laughs> I go just do it like this and we had a huge blowout and she left rehearsal and she embarrassed herself and I like I lost my shit. And I called up, the, yeah, bunk, 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 bunk. That's what she, Paul's right. He's writing all this stuff. Um, but she was a complete nightmare. And then I called up the um, the director and I said, uh, and we're like four days away. Like this is on a Monday and we're, we open on Friday or Saturday. And I said, I want to write her out. And they go, oh, you, you can't do that. And I go, yeah, yeah, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I said, I'm a writer, I'm a comic, and I'm a director. Yes, I can write her out, and I can absorb the role into two of the pieces. And they're like, no, no, you can't do that. She's one of our favorite people. And she's just, she was a fucking nightmare. Just, uh, it was, did, now we had experience like that with our director. Oh, remember the first Bernard? Remember? Oh, that's right. We had, a, we, we had our first I barely Bernard. remember him, but yep. there was a first Bernard. I bump into him all the time. In, in just on set and things like that and background work and at auditions. And he's, <laughs> he still to this day talks, but he goes, that director was a fucking nightmare. I go, he was a nightmare. He was a complete nightmare. He tortured everybody. And then, I mean, you know, and then he got, and the funny thing is, is I directed a play that the new Bernard wrote for, a, you know, it's so everything came full circle. That's weird. So, yeah, it is weird. Do you ever talk? I don't, but I don't, other than that, I don't see anybody from, the play or anything but you you haven't acted in a very long time you've been out i i haven't i've been i've been i've been out of the the acting world for quite some time why did you did you uh did you officially stop you just kind of lost interest or no it just no i never lost interest and more just kind of like i had i had to make more money is really <laughs> what the issue was that'll do it um more money is acting definitely what, what like 15 years ago acting in boston wasn't what it is today no that's for darn sure 
but no, it just it just kind of like fell by the wayside. I had to make some money, so I started just doing random things here and there. As you know, I've pretty much worked pretty much everywhere from per from selling perfume to tea. I've done it all. So just kind of bounced around retail to retail. Got sucked into um, Unleashed by Petco probably about six years ago, and that's how I got my dog training in. Did, hold on. did you say Unleashed by Petco? I did. Yes, <laughs> I worked there for five. For about just about five years, it was awful. Unleashed. I hated it. Go. <laughs> it now terrible. that that's a great little segue because you and I didn't know this. Like I did not. We have been so out of touch, and I was like, I got to get Danny on the show because it's probably the only way we can catch up. But you started, and let me get this right: you started Waggers Wayside Dog Training. I did. Which, I did, and uh, that's the one thing. The one good thing that came out of the adventures in Petcoville was Wagger's Wayside. I was able to um, get some solid dog training in. I probably, through Unleashed, trained at least over somewhere around like 100, 150 dogs just with them. So I had like two and a half, almost three years of dog training under my belt, and I was able to just like leave, which is what I kind of did. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> yeah, don't ever do this. Just don't walk out of a job, kids. It's not it's not a good thing to do. But I really had lost it. And the managers that I had gone through had, had just it was just a, a, a sorry tale of drama and oddness. The, fir- the first manager was just there one day and then he left he just <laughs> the manager and then he was gone. And I was like, OK, bye, 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 manager. And then the new manager came in who kind of had a shape like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Okay. So he was a, an extremely happy man with a wonderful life working as a manager at Petco. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting let go for other reasons. Did, we'll just put just, it like that. I don't like wanna... to talk too badly. About okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't pleasant to work with. He had lots of story stories okay. involving Thailand people oh 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 okay well he's selling cats to t- t- <laughs> yeah <laughs> no we actually didn't have any dogs or cats for sale or animals at gone missing we just we just like rip people off All anyway right. so he was gone so he was gone but the new girl that came in was one of those people who had totally been drinking the kool-aid just like everything Unleashed did was wonderful. It, it was unicorns and rainbows everywhere. And <laughs> the moment I kind of cracked was um, one girl had one of my little associates came up to me and she told me about how the new manager had spent 45 minutes telling her how to dust. I was like, okay, that that's weird. Um, I'm so glad then, I don't work for other people anymore. I would I would be the biggest. I I'm Mister Fuck You now. I can't imagine going back into the workplace. I would fucking kill somebody. Well, that's pretty much where I was. I had got oh. to the point where I had had two days off in a row, and this girl has just been on my butt, and we're not hitting goal. And oh my god, Pekka is so awesome. You have to love it, and you have to get donations, lots and lots of donations, <laughs> because we have to save the animals. And oh my god, I love Pekka. It's so awesome. Don't you love Pekka? Let's go talk about Pekka. It's awesome. <laughs> and I, I, I had two days off, and I was at home, and I looked at my boyfriend. And I'm like, I need you to, I need you to drive me to work. He's like, and it's like seven o'clock at night. He's like, why? He's like, you're working tomorrow morning. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not working anymore there. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever, like, seriously, don't ever, nobody ever do this unless you have another job lined up because it's scary. But I took my keys. I walked in and she was like being all friendly. And I was just like, I need to talk to you in the back. And I just kind of kept walking. 
And she came back and I just looked at her and I handed her my keys. I'm like, yeah, I'm not working here anymore. (laughs) Handed her my keys and walked out. And then forevermore, I was known in that store as the bee. The bee was gone. Well, wait a minute. Now, first of all, we're on the internet. So if if you want to say bitch, you can because I'm I'm swearing. No, that's what she said because she wouldn't actually go out and call me a bitch, which I was. Anybody who walks out in a job is a little bit of a bitch. I can admit that. How old was she? Um, sadly, I think she she was at least thirty two around there, really? like thirty thirty. Like she was thoroughly adult. You're in, you're in your adult years now. Wow, and she's still going with the B. I'm like she who shall not be named over there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so you started the dog training thing, and how long yep. how long you been doing that then? Um, pretty much since the beginning of 2015. Um, and it's slowly picking up, and I, I just graduated probably about five or six different dogs this month. Got some new ones coming in October, and it's great. Um, I get so much reward just watching the relationship build between the owner and the pet parent and the, and the dog. It's really amazing, and just the look of awe in their eyes when they're like, oh, my God, our relationship can be this good. It's like, oh. yes, it only requires a little bit of work. <laughs> did, did you say pet parent? You're not, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't. Owners, oh, owners. <laughs> I don't subscribe to that, mommy, ah, daddy. That, that's still the. Uh, well, you're you're in the other other category. They say there's always two different types of uh, of pet or dog owners. The one where the dog is like the baby and the family member, and the other one where the dog's like this is a dog. It eats scraps. It sleeps on the floor, and it goes to the bathroom outside. Yeah. That's well, don't get don't get me wrong. <laughs> like my wife has a cat, and I I like the cat. I would even dare to say I. I find the cat enjoyable as a as a beast in my house or as a, an additional accessory. You know, it's not it's, it's they're self-sufficient those cats. They're they're good on their own. <laughs> I just don't see them. They're pets. I don't see them as oh, Karen's like, "Oh, oh, it's part of our family." And I go, <laughs> "No, it's not." Because if you wanted to buy a family member, that is illegal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Paul just wrote this cat. It pleases me. <laughs> I have a cat. I don't have a dog right now. I have a cat. You have a cat. And I love her. And she's awesome. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I, the cat is fine. I mean, I love the cat, I guess. You know, he's sick. Oh, and, I'm so convinced. Wow. That's well, and I, he's not my, you know, I've had cats and dogs my entire life growing up. And, you know. And now I'm older, and I'm just like eh, they're in the way. I don't want to. I don't want the burden. But you are you a pet? You're the parent. You're the pet parent thing. Well, that's kind of like that's probably the part of the Petco branding still kind of in there. They okay. use the whole like pet parent thing, and I don't know. Kind of when I when I'm like describing stuff, it sounds better to say pet parent than the owner. <laughs> <laughs> like you, the owner. Get over here. Which you use on this dog right here? Which you use? <laughs> How's it to sit? Yeah, which which one of yous puts this fucking thing in the back of the SUV and drove it here? So I mean, no, there are there are two schools of thought. I told again, I get both of them, but a lot of people do need the help with the training because some people think they can just like watch a movie and be like, "Hey, I need a German Shepherd. That'd be cool," and they go get one, and <laughs> they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're like, "What do you mean it's not like the movie? He's not like Tintin. Make it work." Yes, and they just don't realize is that it takes a little bit of effort and consistency and it's more like i enjoy seeing that dawn of common sense like the light bulb go on 
mm-hmm. for the human where they're like, oh, that's what I do. Like, yeah, exercise so, your dog. <laughs> so you like Caesar Milan? Are you the dog whisperer? I've, I've definitely had my moments. I'm not going to toot my own horn that loud and say, yeah, I'm just as good as Caesar Milan because there are definitely things that I still need to learn. <laughs> and if I ever come across something I'm not sure of, I'm honest about it and I figure it out and I come back with a couple of answers. Because the one thing that I have learned is every dog is different. Mm. Just like you learn different than I do and the person, daddy idiot down there learns a different way and the jerk down there learns a different way. Same thing for dogs and they all like little things just a little bit different if everybody's writing cats are assholes it's like there's not much reward with a cat cats are the only pets that i've ever had that make me feel like i annoy them i had a cat it's an oven mitt now um people i hate that mommy daddy pet parent shit my dad calls me my dog calls me jason yeah, I mean, the one thing uh, I get from Caesar and the one thing that kind of like hit it home, I don't know if you remember the uh, South Park episode oh, yes, so long ago yes, with, with um, Caesar Milan and Cartman. And Cartman, yes. And, and for me, I was like, holy crap, he's, he's ruling these dogs through fear. Yes. <laughs> and that's what really bothered me. And I'm just like, you know what? I am not 100% down with Caesar's way just because I know when I, when I, if I'm scared, I don't learn well. I oh. usually react violently. Well, see, as a child, I learned through fear. <laughs> that it, explains a lot, Mark. It worked for me. It totally <laughs> worked for me. I'll tell you what, we're going to take our second break. But before we do that, I want to pro- I want to plug this again. You can actually check out Danny's Facebook site regarding Wagger's Wayside Dog Training by going to Facebook and typing in Wagger's Wayside Dog Training. I think it's also known as WWDT in the link. But if you just type in Wagger's Wayside Dog Training, it'll come up. Also, you can free stalk her on Twitter. She's at, and you're going to have to do this one. Is it O-Ray? Ray. Yep. <laughs> Uray, it's at O-U-R-A-Y underscore Wagger. Right. Why is it Uray? Because it, it sounds like hooray, and but, I liked it. Okay. So I went with it. And there uh, it is. Not everything has to mean something, Mark. Everything means something. <laughs> everything. I No, no, I'm type A. Everything must mean something. There is no random information. Even random everything information random. must find its way. Anyway, and the last thing <laughs> is a website. The website makes sense. It does, because it's waggerswayside.com, and you can check her out there. And uh, is it just you teaching? Do you have other people? Um, it's just me for now. Um, there are a couple people that are interested in being trained. Um, so once I start getting some more dogs in, the other trainers are sure to follow. But right now, it's it's just me and me alone. Good. Well, you know something? Here's what we're going to do. A couple of my listeners are now chatting up about dogs and cats and how much they hate cats versus dogs. And it's there's they're a bit unruly. So when we come back from this break, we're gonna because I didn't I didn't play a game with them, so I have to play a game with them, and I'm gonna play a game with you as well. And we're gonna see if you're up to it, Danny. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and if you're visiting Salem this holiday season. Then come in and see me and Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience A Christmas Carol with a twist on the Salem Trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the special tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all a humbug. 
Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! And we're back at Radio Irregardless where the cable is still fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And still on the Skype line is Danny Bizier, owner, operator, dog trainer extraordinaire at Wagger's Wayside Dog Training. Wagger's Wayside Dog Training. Wagger's Wayside Dog Training. It's like rubber baby buggy bumpers. And and the other one. Wanted to make it memorable. (laughs) Yeah, do you remember remember some of those? Uh, She makes a proper cup of coffee in a copper coffee pot. I was never good at those. No? Those no, are all the those never. are all the actors things you got to warm up. It's uh oh yeah. this is a tough one and I'm going to have my listener this isn't part of the game but remember this one which sucked for Bostonians red leather yellow leather. Remember that red one? Red leather. It was red leather leather leather. Red leather <laughs> yellow leather. Red leather yellow leather. Say I can't even do it. Red leather yellow yellow. Leather. <laughs> Try it. Leather yellow leather red <laughs> yellow see no. <laughs> Red leather, red leather, yellow leather, and the other one was toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. boat. That I can do, but the leather thing is really tough. I got that, that, that. Yeah, red. Because I've got a very thick tongue. (laughs) And (laughs) And before we get into anything that seems even moderately uncomfortable, let's play a quick game called Shut Up. Shut up. Yes. There we go. Uh, uh, Kim has a question. Hey, are Yorkies typically friendly or take a while to warm up to new people? Usually they're pretty friendly. It all depends on how much socialization they have had. Um, My recommendation would be to, if you have like someone really friendly who's willing to work with you, slowly introduce them to the dog. We like to, I use the term friendly stranger, which sounds really bad, but it's actually like a really good thing. Um, the more friendly interactions a dog has with strangers, the more it will get to realize that people are good and good things happen when he's patient and he waits. If your dog is showing nervousness, um, you should be there to let your dog know like, hey, it's cool. This person's fine. Don't let your dog hide behind you like a two-year-old that hides behind the mom's leg. Uh, just kind of step aside and just kind of be like, I'm here for you, but you can do this on your own. But you can feel free to email me at the wayside. If you have any other questions, I'd be more than happy to help oh. you guys out in any way I can. Oh, there you go. Everybody wanted to hear Stop Yelling at Me, but I can't. I don't have any new ones. This is Stop Yelling at Me, which I love the intro. me <laughs> I, just, I just wish i i just wish i had one maybe i'll try to find some new ones over the thing but you know we're gonna play shut up and danny has not played shut up with us here's the rules of shut up i play you a clip of somebody telling somebody to shut up and all you got to do is name the movie now you and i are speaking via skype so we're speaking almost instantaneously 
but the listeners are listening through uh, anywhere between a four to an eight second delay based on their software and their internet. Uh, so your advantage is that you can listen quicker. Their advantage oh. are is that there are 11 of them. Uh, so Ooh. there are 11 people that can act- actively participate. And if you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, and you want to participate, you better click on real quick. Let's see if you know these things. Now, the first one's really quick, only two seconds. The next one's three seconds. And the last one is 12 seconds. So it's really tough. So I can play it a couple times, and I can also give you some hints. But once the audience guesses, uh, if they guess correctly, then uh, it's it's over for you, Danny. Are you ready? So just shout it out as soon as I know. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. And if you need to play it okay. again, I'll play it again. Here's the first one. Get ready. Wait, I'm not numb. Uh, shut up. Oh, wait, I'm not numb. Oh, shut up. Wait, I'm not numb. Uh, shut up. And there's some music in the background. Wait, I'm not numb. Uh, shut up. It's kind of a tricky know. one. But if he says, if you hear that, do you hear that sound? Wait, I'm not numb. Uh, shut up. Kim Santo got it right with ah, Little so, okay. Shop of Horrors. <laughs> that was gonna, that was gonna be my guess. It was, oh, now everybody's man. putting it in. Steve Martin, Little Shop of Horrors. So sorry <laughs> to interrupt. Proceed. Yes. So you got that one. That one wrong. Because you're wrong. So shut up. All right. So that's you're down one, but no big deal. You'll get this one. I know you will. <laughs> I know you will. Here you go. Three seconds worth. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Shut me up. I'm bad at yes. <laughs> Oh, that's Ben. Chris got it right with Happy Gilmore. That was Ben Stiller. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Yes. That's right. I oh, know. so that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Please. <laughs> Continue. Oh, that's two for them and... Shut up! None for you. <laughs> the last one, 12 seconds. One of the funniest ones I've ever played. Get this one, Danny. Redeem yourself. She takes one look at me and she goes, Oh my God. I've had the old bull. Now I want the young calf. And she grabs me by the wing. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I'll play it again. <laughs> she takes one look at me and she goes, Oh my God. I've had the old bull. Now I want the young calf. And she grabs me by the wing. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that's Steve Buscemi. No, it's not Steve Buscemi. No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what is it? Uh, Riley. Riley. Uh, what's his name? Riley. John C. Riley is speaking. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? It's Step Brothers. Paul got it. Jason got it. That's Step Brothers. She takes one look at me and she goes, Oh my God. My defense, I've never I've seen that movie. Bull. You've never seen that movie? I've never seen Step Brothers. That's oh my God. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh you my know? God. It is fucking. I, I love that movie. It's really. I was really bad at your game. It. You know, some, a lot of my listeners, a lot of my guests, totally tank it so don't feel bad so here's what i'm gonna do i am gonna tell tally up the scores which shouldn't take uh, much more than one minute because that's as long as our break is and when we come back uh we're gonna talk to danny a little bit more about the waggers wayside dog training and i'm gonna ask her the three questions i ask of all my guests and uh we're gonna let her soak uh, sulk through the commercials so 
You're listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back listening to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and I am your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Skype line, I don't know why, because she hasn't talked to me in like, I don't know, 10 years, is Danny Abizier. Do you prefer Danny or Danielle now that you're a business owner? Go for Danny. Danny. Go for Danny. (laughs) Danny. (laughs) Not Donnie. Not Donnie. We have had, I mean, some of the funniest conversations we have had have been about non sequiturs about, uh, because there was a movie with John Cusack called... um, Oh, Hot Pursuit. I don't know if anybody ever saw it, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Loja, isn't it? And he said he's trying to pretend he doesn't know Danny, and that's the character's name, Danny. So he goes, what'd you say your name was? Donnie? And he goes, Danny. Danny. (laughs) Danny. So we've had some fun with that. So um, to, now, before we get into the uh, the wrap up part, where I want to ask you questions, stuff like that, are you uh, now? You said boyfriend. Do you still have a boyfriend? You 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 and I have both had very very different relationships in our college of in the um, passing of us. Like I was I had a fiance, and then I didn't, and then I lived with her, and then we were friends, and then we're like, and then you were with a guy, and then you weren't, and then you were engaged. So are you with? Who are you with now? Do you have a boyfriend now? Would, yeah, no, I'm still with the same guy. I've same guy. To 15 years ago. We've been together for almost 15 years now. All right. <laughs> so are you going to get married? Not to put too much pressure. Ah, we're rocking the whole, like, uh, you know, Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell thing. It's working well for us. Really? <laughs> is that, that's your doing, isn't it? No, no I'm, 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 we're happy right where we are. I'm that's... in a happy relationship, and I don't need to go out and spend, like, you know, like, umpteen grand getting married. Um... We're both happy where we are. I'm just not one of those chicks. I just, like, the whole, like, wedding thing, like, I'm just like, eh, do I really have to be the center of attention? Like, can't we just, like, you know, just really? go somewhere? Like, Well, you can, you can have a really nice wedding for very cheap, and you can just throw a big party. That's what I did. Me and my wife, that's what we did. We had a huge party. It was fucking fun, and we got out of it. But the whole thing, I think, cost, like, I don't know, 25 grand. Everything. Inclu- that bad. Including the honeymoon. My tux, her Where'd dress. You end up going? Where'd you go for we went to Aruba, and I'm trying. We're trying to get back there in May because we want to go back. I loved it. I wish you luck. There's a, there's a pizza place there. If anybody ever chan- get a chance to go to Aruba, there's a pizza place, and it's a it's it's amazing pizza place called Pizza Bob's. We had such a good time there. But if you want to <laughs> if you want to have a wedding, no, just you know do the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell thing, and just if that's, but that's great. <laughs> That's great for you. And you still in the Brighton area? 
Boston. Um, yeah, I actually, like three months ago, um, I moved out of the house in Brighton, and um, we're living in Newton Corner now. Ooh. So I'm in Newton night now. Oh, see. Moving on up. I moved to Newton. I opened up a dog training center. <laughs> uh, oh, and by the way, I tallied the scores, and uh, I'll play you this. Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> you get nothing. You lose <laughs> Good day, sir. So uh, that was three to zip right away, three to nothing. Uh, but you, uh, it's, it was impressive to let the audience play against you, which was fun. <laughs> That's fun. So now that I've asked you the personal stuff, we've caught up a little bit, and it's been really nice catching up with you, Danny. Here's what I want to do. I ask this of all my guests. I really do. And because you were an act. Hold on. So what is this? Oh, my wife wants to know. Does she have an I'm animal friendly plate? I don't have a car. She doesn't if own I did, a car. I would. <laughs> yes, if she did, she would. Okay, Karen. Karen does a lot of stuff for animals and animal rights and animals. As far as I'm concerned, animals are food. <laughs> <laughs> but she's all friends, not food. Anyway, uh, but I ask this of all my guests. I uh, talk about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. Now, here's a very unique thing. You can talk about the things you've done in acting because I know that you have the desire to get back into the flow of it. I do. So you can talk about your first best and worst acting experience, or which which would be fun, um, or you can talk about your first best and worst as far as the dog training goes, which may be a little bit more disastrous, but it might be funnier. Can I kind of combine the two? Oh, sh yeah. Let's make that, that interesting. Cool? That would be awesome. Let's do that. All right. So I'll talk about one of my first live stage performance performances, which dates all the way back to when I was a little Danny, and I was back at <laughs> Mount St. Joseph Academy for high school. And we were doing the play Oliver, and I was playing the Artful Dodger. And oh. I was extremely proud. But I actually got cast as the Artful Dodger as a freshman. That's a big deal. It is. So we were doing the, we did this whole thing where we were like doing the performance, like we did the rehearsals, and we, the director wanted to go up and down the main aisle in the audience, and that's where I sang that big song that the that Dodger sings, um, "Consider Yourself." Don't and I had it yourself. down. Like I was like I was doing it on the way home, like <laughs> off the bus, like wherever I could sing that freaking song, I was singing it, doing the <laughs> dance moves, all that. Had it down, solid. What I didn't account for was the streetlights they would be putting in the center aisle no. to accompany the rest of the, uh, the decorations. No. And as I'm walking backwards in my first performance, feeling super confident, and I turn around doing my little dance backwards, singing my song, mm. and I smash into the pole. Oh, this was your first time? This was my very first time performing <laughs> in front of a live audience, and I smash into it. And of course, there's video of it. I actually have the video of it somewhere, and it's like you, I, I watch it, and I still feel like it's in slow motion, where you're just kind of seeing me like, no. <laughs> and my friend Michelle, who was playing Oliver, is looking at me, and she's just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but I jump back up, dust myself off. Nothing ever happened. That was that was planned and uh. finished off the song. But I figured things can't get any worse from here. And they didn't. So that was good. But the fact that it's on video is just one of the greatest things. Because uh. even if you play it fast, it still comes out slower. You're just like, oh, I'm falling. <laughs> You still hit the so post that was a month. that was my first acting one of the first acting experience, which I guess could also be a worst time, but it's just a great first time experience. It, is. it just got 
that screwed up. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So what's next? Your best time. Ooh, best time. Best time. Hmm. Most best I'm going to go with with a dog training. I had this okay. um this this woman Erin, and she had her dog Liam, and he was a schnoodle. And for those of you who oh. don't know, a schnoodle is a schnauzer and a poodle mix. <laughs> hypogenic little little thing and he he was having a rough time he was anxious around people and door knocking and sounds and light and mm. dust and everything pretty just made him kind of go crazy well you breed him and, you're, you're breeding two of the smallest dogs together of course they're gonna be nervous everything is larger than them yeah no he would yeah so he was just like he's like what are you i don't know what you are i'm gonna bark you and i'm barking you and i'm barking you. what's that over there oh my god i have to bark at that shit over there and i have to bark at this shit over here holy fuck what's over there i have to bark at that shit over there who the fuck are you i'm gonna bark at you too so he was kind of all over the place and it took me a while i did a lot of research and i developed kind of like a calming mat for him so i purchased just this little square like two by like two like two feet by four feet mat okay and whenever the dog would go into one of his bits because it usually happened when he was at home the owner would go over and point to the mat and that would be his calming place and he learned that if he if he went to the mat when he was feeling anxious he would calm down dogs are fucking weird i don't know the mat mm -hmm. calmed him down and the happiness in the owner when she was like thank you <laughs> He's, he can be normal now and um, over the years the dog got better and better and better mm -hmm. and he uses the mat less and less and less but it's still there. So he knows like if he gets, he pitches a fit or whatever, she just goes and points to the mat. He goes and sits right down and he's calm. And it was one of the best moments for me because I could really see it in the owner's eye, like yeah. how grateful she was. And that was just one of my best moments where I was just like, good job, Danny. You nice. did good. That's a good story. That's no, that's really nice. And I'm not going to ruin it by saying anything bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe they shouldn't breed small dogs with small dogs. Maybe they should like mix it up with like a a Doberman and mine, a poodle. Mine is not to ask why. Mine no. is just to help you fix the fucking problem. Can, can they make a Dober Doodle? <laughs> they probably have. I bet if you looked it up online, there are Dober Doodles. Uh, a Dober Doodle. That's like a Doberman's a huge fucking dog, and a, just I don't even know who's the. Who's well, see, the here's the thing. If you did breed catcher. a full-size Doby with a full-size poodle, like the standard poodle, you're going to have a, a curly-haired, smart fucking dog that'll be stronger than you realize. Yeah. But I mean, like a, like one of those Paris Hilton poodles that you keep in the... Keep in the a Dober, a jo a Dober Wawa. Could you do a Dober Wawa? <laughs> Half Doberman. Oh, I don't think they no. No, I look at those dogs and I'm just like, you used to be a wolf. Didn't you? I know. Yes, you did. Look what we did to you. Uh, all right. Now that we've gone over the first, you're tripping. You're, you're tripping the light fantastic as the art for dodge, uh, artful dodger, and your best yes. story with the dog learning that the mat is a safe place, and now he doesn't need it as much. Those are two. Those are two really nice stories. They're good stories. Now, tell us about <laughs> your worst yeah. experience, whether it be dog or acting related, or Maybe just in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a dog-related story that pretty much happened maybe about two weeks ago. Nice. Uh, Fresh and meat. And it, it was just like one of those days where I, I started, I had an early day at the coffee house because I part-time as a barista at a coffee house. So I was up at 6 a.m., did my shift there till 1, 
came home, took like a little 20 minute power nap, got myself ready. And I had like two, I had two or three classes going all in the same night. So as first class happens, it goes great. No problem. See you later. Next dog shows up. It's the dog's first day. And you're like, oh, you know, he's a little nervous. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. Like, it could be the dog doesn't know if he's going to like the freaking vet or is he going to training? Where is he going? So I'm like, that's okay. And the first thing the dog did was puke. Puke? I was like, oh, puke. Uh, you're usually, all over the floor. Usually they pee just, first. Yeah, and he, they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he does that sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, he no, that's that. not, nor- <laughs> like, that's not normal. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he does that sometimes? Well, yeah. yeah that was the quote. He, he, he does that sometimes. Well, I yeah. Like, right, I mean, every, right. everybody vomits okay. at some point, but nervous vomiting, I've never heard of. The only nervous vomiting I've ever heard of, even in jest, is uh, South Park when Stan sees uh, Wendy. Yeah, no, I, I, so I figured, okay, maybe nervousness, maybe the car ride, maybe okay. he got a little car sick. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll clean this one up. <laughs> so that was just in the front of the store before we even got to like the oh. training area. Uh-oh. As we're walking back to the training area, the dog pukes again. Ugh. This time on my sandals, which was awesome. Gross. So I had like little Tevas on, so it was, that was really great. Gross. So that happened. So I had to clean that up, and then I had to go clean like in between my toes. And since I don't have like my normal cleaning stuff, and I'm only I only have dog grooming supplies, I'm using like you know like pup fantastic like <laughs> cleaning stuff. So that's awesome. Like flea, so like, okay, flea powder. Move on, stuff. Moving on, keep going, keep a smile on your face, you know all that stuff. So then we're in class, things are going well. I'm giving him very little treats because I'm just nervous. Yeah. And of course, like ten minutes after that. He pukes again. Oh dear God! How much, is, how much is in this dog? This is, three, this is three pukes in a matter of an hour. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're not going to give him any treats today. And I just kind of talked for the rest of the class. Okay, sent them on their way. All right, next class can't be as bad. There's no way. <laughs> so the next class is a huge, forty-seven pound, five-month-old puppy, Fuck. and this is a hunting dog. He's huge, and he has more energy than I than I've ever seen in a one in one small puppy, and the owner hasn't been exercising the dog because she can't. You know, she was an older woman and she couldn't. You know, like run for four hours. That seems like, like that, that seems like dog. a great combination: a fifty or a fifty pound puppy and an old woman. <laughs> yeah, no, like in this poor woman, she had scratches like all up and down her arms. Her oh. legs were all beat up because they weren't exercising this dog. So the dog's in there, in here, and he's 47, 47 pound puppy. The first thing he does is pee all over the training area. Okay. And I'm not talking like, oh, yeah, I just have to pee a little, and you do this like a little like squirt. No, I'm talking like Amazon River, just like. Like marking his territory. That's... And, and bigger. And this is the same day of this is puke. So that happens. Yeah. <laughs> then I like clean all that up. Meanwhile, I've used up like all of the paper towels in the place that I train at. Yeah. So I'm looking around for like towel, any anything I can find. <laughs> Moving on, dog pees again about 15 minutes later. Oh my god! Then I find out that he has the runs. No. Because he decided no. to pop his spot in class. <laughs> and all I did he say he didn't stay in one spot. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have massive diarrhea mm-hmm. right here. 
It was like, I'm going to have massive diarrhea. And watch as I squat and walk around the entire training uh. area as it just follows me. So it was a nice little, like, trail. In, Indiana Jones. I, just like, it's over here. No, like, it's over here. like, okay, I'm like, let's just go to the second training area. Oh, my God. So I felt like Eugene Levy in, in Splash when I was like, what a week I'm having. Oh. <laughs> it was just, I just couldn't believe that much dog fluids had happened. Wow. Yeah. And that, so that was probably the worst day of training just because the, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that night my boyfriend picked me up and he was like, you, you smell funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I smell, I smell like, like flea, flea dip. Me I smell like flea dip and fucking milk bones. Of course I smell great. Wonderful. Fuck. It's positive purple. Isn't it nice? Oh, <laughs> that, that was my worst time. That's probably one of the worst stories I've ever heard, and I I, I almost feel bad, but it's just <laughs> funny enough that I don't. Yeah. It's all shit and pee. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, it's not like the dog died immediately after that, because then I would be like, oh, Mark, don't make fun of that. But now it's like, yeah, he just, he just shit on my teevas. <laughs> puked on my tea and my, my toes. It puked was, on my... It was imbe- oh, gross. Just fucking... <laughs> And it's dog puke too, so you're just like, "What's that?" Yeah, and it's like half digested and pre. Oh my god, stop it! Because I'm <laughs> stop it because I'm getting hungry. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and all of this fun can be found at www.waggerswayside.com. Uh, Waggers Wayside Dog Training and Danny Bizier is uh is one of the <laughs> Kim Sandra just wrote burp. Um <laughs> if you have a dog, take her because if she can take this, then she can definitely she can uh she can take care of your dog. And Jason has a dog, but he's up in Vermont, so I don't know if he's gonna come all the way down for training. But Dave, his dog's name is Dave, which I think if you give a dog a name, it should be something weird, not like a human name. It should be like, you know, Zeus or Rex. It, you know, Dave. <laughs> His fucking dog's name is Dave. What's weird is that the humans are getting the strange, like, dog names. Like, I don't know, like, Gwyneth Paltrow and your kid, like, freaking Apple or something like that. Yep. And then I have dogs named, like, Bob. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Okay, Bob, sit. Yeah. Max was a dog's name. Max is a cat's name. Kind of Dave rules. Yes, Dave's a good dog. I like Dave. Dave's a good dog. Uh, so, Danny, it's um, it's been great having you on. Oh my god! And uh, we we gotta we gotta catch up. I gotta come in. We gotta, I gotta go into the city or something. We gotta meet. We gotta have coffee or something like that. We gotta catch up, and we gotta get you back into the acting world. Even though, you know, it's a fucking nightmare. But it does miss you because you were very talented. All the plays and the classes that we did and all that stuff. Um, uh, I I miss working with you because I had a lot of no, fun. I remembered when we did the uh, that opening scene from Very Bad Things the other day. I caught it on TV, and I was like, "That was a funny little five minutes." Which one was that? The um, Very Bad Things, the chair people. You don't mess with those chair people. With Cameron Diaz and John Favreau. I'm totally it's drawing. Very- a bl- I'm totally drawing a blank that we wow. did, we did in okay, class. You should go see Very Bad Things, the very first scene in Very Bad Things. Oh. It's Cameron Diaz and it's John Favreau standing in line to get a marriage license oh wait now i remember it now i remember there it. it is okay there it is i was like we did it in class yes i remember it we did it. here's the funny thing i actually did a comedy show in that same place we used to do classes in uh uh westfield oh really yep 
And I walked on the stage and I was like, I go, is this the right? Because I came in a different, they they redid the church. And I goes, and I was like, I, this is where I got on stage for like one of the first times to do that. And I just, I still work with Kevin Prentice. And Monica is, Monica. remember Monica Kamara? I do. Uh, she is she? now, she is now, she married a bad Andy. Remember Andy? Uh, and they have, uh, I think, three kids or two kids or a bunch of kids. And she's still very wow. much into, she's doing a lot of acting. And yeah, so if you get back into it, you'd be like picking up with yeah. old friends again. No kidding. It'd be so fun. But yeah, we got to get together. But it's been uh, it's been great even catching up with you uh, here. My God, it's just, it's been so fun. No, so. thank you so much for inviting me. I had a great time. Oh my God, we got to, and we'll, uh, we'll practice the games. <laughs> but Danny, thanks for being part of the show. Uh, it's been great having you on. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Danny Bizier. Good talk. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Bye. Danny Bizier, everybody. Oh, they love her. They love her. <laughs> they love her. Uh, it's so good catching up with her. And we did. We had so much fun uh, when we were, we were young. <laughs> we were both young and we were in good shape and Oh, just, well, and now my back is fucked and I got to lie down. <laughs> so speaking, I don't have time to lie down. I really don't because I got a lot of things going on. And before uh, we wrap the show and uh, work on those uh, pesky wires, uh, tomorrow night, Thursday, is October 1st. I don't know if you know that. It's October 1st and it's a big time in Salem. This is our Christmas. And they're doing the haunted, the Salem Haunted Happenings Parade which I tend to avoid because I don't like a lot of the stuff. I try to avoid crowds and things like that. But my wife is going to be um, co-hosting. They're going to be in the booth at Salem. Uh, it's Cable Access Television. So they're, uh, her and another woman are going to be co-hosting, and they're going to be commenting on everything. And for some ungodly reason, yes, I've been deemed to be outside in the field with a camera person following me around in a live mic. They're giving me a live mic to do a live remote at Salem Haunted Fucking Happenings Parade. And you don't think I'm going to be shitting on things? I have to keep clean because it's cable and everything. And I got a reputation, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to be, I'll be like, oh, what brings you to Salem? Let me guess, which is okay, moving on. So if And it's going to be a live feed. I don't know how you can listen to it or watch it, but it's Salem Haunted Happenings Parade. Um, you can probably find it through the website. That's what I'm doing tomorrow night. So that's going to be fun and interesting. Hopefully it won't rain a lot because I'm going to fucking hate the Shelby Scott portion of the program. Friday night, I'll be up in Portland, Maine at the Gold Room returning there. They, uh, they started back up in September, and uh, this is the first show of October. It's going to be fun. And then Saturday night, I'll be doing more comedy up in the Headliners Comedy Club in Manchester, New Hampshire. And then, of course, Monday, the hysterical medium at large in Salem uh, opening its uh, its debut in uh, in Hala, in, blah, 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 in Salem at the Halloween, so for the October. And Paul brought something to mind. The Paul Report, my good friend Paul Kravitz, uh, will be uh, doing the Paul Report his live show, uh, and I think he said October 8th. I just, my phone just died, so I lost all that information. But uh, check him out at the Paul Report at thepaulreport.net. 
I believe that's it. So, guys, it's uh, been a fun show. I hope you're around next week when our guest will be Sandy Summer Dawn, the comedian. But as always, if you want to be a sponsor, a guest, or you want to contribute to the show, email me, radioirregardless at gmail.com, or call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Hey, guys, have a great week. We'll see you soon. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.